Welcome to Tiff's Logic on TalkZone, the show where we speak about the sexes and the issues we all come across in everyday life. Now, here's your host, Tiffany Little. Hey, peeps. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Tiffany, and this is Tiff's Logic. Um, so I'm going to give you a brief summary. This is our first episode ever. Kind of nervous, kind of excited. Um, so for years I have been giving advice to people about relationships and, um, on the opposite sex. And although I'm not a therapist or a counselor, um, they keep coming back for more and, um, have always, always told me that my advice is so awesome and that I should possibly look into hosting a show. So that's what I've decided to do. And for the next hour, we will be talking about different things. Um, we'll be taking live callers and you can ask anything. Um, if you want to call in, there will be a number and a um, link you can click on the app if you're listening through the app. Um, also, we, if you, when you call in, if you'd like to give your name, that's, that's perfectly fine. If you don't want to, that's, that's okay too. Maybe just the city or the state. Um, Feel free to ask any questions. We just want you to be comfortable because if you're not comfortable, I don't have a show. So um, basically for an hour a week, we'll meet here, same place, same time, and have conversations on either things people want to talk about or things people have called in about. And looking forward to it. And I'm also open for any feedback or anything anyone has to um, give um, all of my social medias and all of my contacts are listed on um, the website Tiff's Logic. Um, I think that's pretty much it for my summary of my show. So um, for anyone listening who wants to go ahead and call in, the number is one eight 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 four six three. Six seven four eight, and if you are listening through the Talk Zone app, you can um, at the lower left hand um, corner, you can click Call Station, and that will also send you right through to me. Um, so anyone who wants to call in, we can go ahead and get it started. If you have questions for me or anything like that, feel free to go ahead and. Give us a call. I did actually have um, someone email me a question, which is interesting. Um, so I'm just going to read it right now. Let me see. I'm kind of new at this, so everyone just bear with me. It'll get good. I promise. So let me see. Okay, so she did not leave her name. She just asked if she was in a relationship <laughs> With, let me see, if she was in a relationship with multiple people and decided to leave one for another, what would I suggest she do? Um, 
Well, I think that's kind of simple. Honestly, I would just say break up with one of them. I mean, ways out, weigh out the pros and cons, obviously. And if um, you have made a decision and you choose one over the other, it shouldn't be that tough. And I think honesty is the best policy. So if I was you, I would just tell them, hey, you know, it's not going to work. And I'm sorry that um, we can't be together. Um, I think that would be I think that would be the best thing for you to do. Um, so I have another one, too. I'm trying to read them. So give me a second. Okay, we're going to take a break as I read these so there's not all this dead, awkward silence. I'm going to read a couple of these messages, and then we'll come back and get started. Welcome back to Tiff's Logic on TalkZone.com. Here's Tiffany Little. Okay. Hey, guys. We're back. I guess we actually have some callers who are already calling in, so we're going to go ahead and get started with the live callers because I'm super nervous, and I feel like that'll help me get my comfort zone back. So let's go ahead and go to the first caller. Hi. What's your question? Thanks for calling. Uh, Yeah, of course. Um, Well, my question is, basically, um, I started seeing someone about three weeks ago, and um, he, we were seeing each other for about two weeks and then he moved away. And, um, now I'm kind of at the point where I'm not sure what we're doing. Um, should we have the talk since we're long distance now, or should I just kind of roll with it? Should I find out like where we stand? Um, that's my question basically. Okay. So you met him. Didn't think, I mean, how are your feelings for him at this moment? Um, how do you feel? Well, I feel like I haven't really, I haven't dated since I got a divorce. It's been about two years now, and he's the first person that's been treating me really good, and I don't want to, like, lose that. Okay, so... You like him. I really, yeah, I really like him. Okay. So my question to you is, are you seeing anyone else? No, I'm not. And would you like the same in return? Like, Um, would you like him to stop seeing other people or would it bother you? It wouldn't bother me if he dated other people, but I just know for myself that I'm not going to. I'm at the point where... I found something I liked, and I don't need to see anyone else. So for myself, I don't need to date anyone else. But I don't know where he stands. See, the thing about that is I think that becomes a little bit of a slippery slope um, because – and although you're saying you don't mind that he would be possibly dating or seeing someone else, I think it, it if it actually happened, it might be a different story. Um, I have never had a problem just being honest and not, not the pushy type of honest, like, you know, you can and can't do this. I think if I was you, I mean, the way you're feeling and the situation you came from, 
you know, and the situation you're in, I would, I would just have the conversation. I would honestly, for your sanity, just ask him where his head's at. Like, what is he feeling? Does he, is, is he on the same page as you? If, I mean, it's long distance and, if you are trying to make it work, I think the best way would just be to approach him and ask him, what's okay. up? Okay. You know, so just be honest. Just be honest. And I, I would. If it's supposed to be that way, then, then it will be. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think you need him to know how you're feeling and hopefully he will just be honest and tell you exactly. I mean, and the chances are, their chances are he might not, but just to make sure that you can possibly gauge what you're getting into, I think the best bet would just be to ask him straight up, you know, and see if you're on the same page. Okay. Okay, great. Well, so thank cool. You very much. Yeah, yeah, thanks for calling. Okay, so that was easy. Okay, I think we have some more callers. I'm checking. Hang on. So, like I said, just bear with me. We'll get this will get so easy soon. Okay. So, and as for that last caller who called in, I, I didn't ask where she was from. I didn't ask anything like that. But like I said before, if you guys wanted to, um, if you guys want to tell me where you're from, your city, your state or anything, um, feel free to, I think that would be cool. But also I just, I want everyone to be comfortable who calls. Um, so let me see. Okay. Now, as far as the last caller goes, um, I think always honesty is the best policy. Uh, it's always worked really well for me. Um, I think when you're getting into something new and your feelings are involved, it's always, and I wouldn't say overwhelm them and just throw everything on the table. Oh my gosh, I'm in love with you or I only want to be with you. I wouldn't go that route, but I would, I would try to at least let them know a little bit where your head's at because you don't want to, you don't want to be blindsided or, you know, played for a fool either. And if you don't, if you don't set boundaries or, you know, ground rules, you guys could be on totally opposite spectrums and you're feeling one way and they're feeling another. And then somebody eventually could get hurt and it could be messy. And so we don't want that. Um, okay. I think we are going to take a short break and. Let's get back to Tiffany Little for more of Tip's logic on Talk Zone. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, so we have another caller. I guess we'll go ahead and patch him through. Hello? Hello? Hi, thanks for calling. Thanks What's for your- having me. I gotta say, this is the first time I've called in on a talk show, and you know, you popped my uh, talk show cherry. So, congratulations! Nice, right on. Thanks for calling. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, my question is: We're talking to someone, and they ended up being in a relationship with someone else. Uh, how, and you still talk to them? How would you handle that? Okay, so you started talking to them before or after? Um, it's actually, it was kind of, they were during, like during all their dating and, um, 
I didn't know that and uh, found out she's dating someone, but she's still talking to me. Okay. Um, and how does she talk to you? Give me a little bit insight on that. What do you mean she talks to you? Is it friends or a little bit more than that? It's, it's more, it's, it's, it's a little bit of flirting. You know, it's not something real serious. Like, it's nothing crazy, but there's, you know, we flirt for sure. And so do you really like her or is it lighthearted for you? Like what kind of situation are you feeling? Um, I really like her, but she's in a serious relationship, so. I mean, has she laid that out there for you and said, you know, I'm I'm in a relationship, there's there's nothing going to come from this, or, I mean, have you guys had that talk, or? Yeah, we've had a little bit of that talk about, um, you know, she's definitely, it's very clear that she is seeing someone, um, you know, it's more the fact that, you know, I really like her. She, you know, I'm not sure what she feels. It's more of, you know, we definitely flirt. Um, it's not crazy. I'm not doing anything crazy about it, but she, she's, you know, she's very cute and I do like her, but it just kind of sucks that she's already seen someone. You know what, dude? I would honestly say just roll with it. I would say be her friend. Definitely do not limit yourself to just her. I mean, if she's told you she was in a relationship, I would suggest that you get out there and do your thing still. I mean, keep her as a friend because um, I guess you never know what could happen. But just just be there. Be her friend. And if something progresses, it, it progresses. But, you know, still do your thing. You know, don't don't just solo in on her. Don't focus on just her, you know. And I mean, if something happens, it happens. But I, I wouldn't advise you to continue to look at her for something more than it is, you know. Yeah, for sure. So just uh, kind of expand my horizons and. Keep, and just be your. Yeah, just keep it going. Keep it kind of friendly. I mean, and, and that's what I would do. And I, I, I wouldn't even let her know that, you know, you're feeling that way. And I mean, as long as she's telling you she has a boyfriend, I mean, chances are that that's what it is. That's the situation. So, you know, and we, we see things like that happen all the time where they have a boyfriend and someone else can snag them up. But I don't think that you should build a relationship with her based on the hopes of that. I, I think you should just be her friend and see where it goes. But, you know, definitely, definitely do your thing. Don't just focus on her. All right. All right. Well, thanks for calling. Thanks for tuning yeah. in. Answering it. Appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. Okay, so I think we have another caller. If we want to go ahead and patch him through. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm kind of nervous. Oh, don't be nervous. I'm. I honestly, I'm just as nervous. So. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> yes, very nervous. This is your first show. This This is my first show. This is. You're doing very good so far. Well, thank you so Hello. much. Well, I got a question. Okay. Been in been in a long distance relationship, North Florida, South Florida, for two okay. years. Now, every other week, one of us, and this has gone on for two years, would 
one in South Florida, we go to North Florida. And okay. The next week or in two weeks, there's one in North Florida, we go to South Florida. Okay. So that goes on for two years. And then you talk, you know, on the phone, which is, you know, not real stuff. I mean, you know, it's phone call talk. So, okay. Um, what I've noticed, and we've talked about this, is that in a long-distance relationship, okay, everything's perfect. Because when you talk on the phone, you're making, you're putting your best foot forward, okay? Right. And there's no need to mention anything that distracts from the conversation because you want the conversation to be great. Okay. So um, then when you get together, okay, then everything can begin perfect because you don't want anything to go wrong. You only got 48 hours, right? Right. So, so why mess it up? So what has happened now is that after two years, um, she's made the decision and has moved in, okay, and actually living with me now. Okay, so er, you were long distance for two years. Two she, years, solid uh, two years. Uh, what was that? Solid two years, long distance. Okay, and now she has made the move to move in with you. Okay, go ahead. Job, I just wanted to make sure. Quit her job, quit her job, got a job in North Florida. Mm. So she's, she's moved in. But the world's not perfect on a 24-hour, seven-days-a-week basis. You're now, both of you are in the same place, the same space, every day, all day long. And uh, so just little stuff. And become big stuff. You see, before everything's fine, because you're making right. everything fine. Now, right. I mean, you run through life's little things, you know. So, what's your advice to making sure that this thing goes? Because I really like her a lot. You know, she's a she's a ten. She's a model, and uh, I mm. really don't want to lose her. Okay, so. First off, I think it's very important to just communicate. And I, I don't know how well you guys are communicating. Um, I think if little, I mean, quitting your job and moving to be with someone is a huge step. So I think definitely the effort needs to be there on your part to try to make, make sure this can work. And I think that it's, it's, crazy important that you just talk to her and say, Hey, you know, what, how are you feeling? Like what, you know, just ask her. She, she kind of gave up her whole life to come and start a new one with you. So it's really important that you guys are on the same page and communicating and taking time to, to express the changes. You know, I mean, it's, it's a lot different. Long distance is a lot different than seeing someone every single day. There's going to be things that drive you nuts that didn't drive you nuts before because you never experienced them. You know, you had a weekend, 48 hours or whatever it was to be together. So everything was great. You know, um, now is the real challenge in trying to make it work. So I think as long as you guys have good communication 
And I mean, there's always the chance that it might not pan out, you know, because living with someone is you see a different side of them, you know. Right. So, right. but I mean, as I would honestly take the time and just talk to each other, okay. you know. And if there's things that she needs or you need to work on, you know, to adjust to each other full time dating kind of thing now, I think that you you'll learn that by speaking to each other. Yeah, you see the difficulty is is that you spent two years making everything everything's perfect because mm-hmm. you can't afford to not have it perfect. Well mm-hmm. now it's a real world, you know. And there's but, not really any real big problems, it's just that the little things that normally in a normal relationship that wouldn't be a big thing are a big thing because for two years, neither one of you has uh, experienced that with each other. Okay. Well, the fun part to me about a relationship is just being yourself. And when you're trying to make everything perfect, that's not you. That's not how we function. We, we aren't perfect. We, you know, we we do things, we mess up, we, you know, and I think having someone know the real you and see you for who you are is more important than making everything a fake, perfect picture, you know? So if she could love you when you were perfect and now get to see the other sides of you, you know, I think then that's what matters. And being able, I mean, it can't be comfortable just putting on a front the whole time, you know, when, when you're at home chilling in your house, you're, you're not trying to, you're not trying to keep up this perfect front. You, you want to just relax and do whatever makes you happy. And she needs to see that. So you, you need to start living and being yourself. And, and I'm not saying stop doing what you were doing before that made it perfect, but make sure you're being you, you know, you don't want to lose that. And we try to do that. I also, I've always had a girlfriend, but I've always had girlfriends, okay? And since uh, grade school, you know, I always had a girl that was always my best friend. And uh, going through high school, only college, everything, I would have girlfriends, but I'd always have one or two best friends. You know, you can go out and have a cocktail with, and, you know, uh, uh, play soccer, whatever you want to do, go to the beach, whatever. And uh, so maybe I need to uh, introduce her to some of my, or I have like two girl friends, and maybe they can help her out making the adjustment. Yeah, I mean, and it's them important. I'm on, on a normal basis. You know, we're just, everything's fine, too. Because you're not in a relationship with them, you're just friends. Yeah, I it's, it's really, really important that she finds her own space and her own identity too. You know, like, yes, invite her and introduce her to your friends and things like that. But she needs to go out and find her own identity and her new space. Um, because the fact still remains that they are your friends. So if she needs someone to talk to or vent to or whatever the situation, she might not be a hundred percent comfortable doing it with your friends. So maybe, maybe have her, you know, get out there. And I mean, there's all kinds of things that people can do in new cities and states and towns that you can meet people. So it's real important that she, she tries to find her own identity because 
I think that that might be a bit much if it's just you two all the time in a bubble with your friends, your life. Like she's got to find her way on her own as well. well. So I'm, I should probably have a talk with my girl's friends and then also have a talk with my girl's friends and <laughs> kind of get them together, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. And, for sure. Maybe have her get a part-time job or do something where she's out and meeting people, you know? Yeah, well, she has a job. She's got a job with me. But anyway, no, I, I think that's really, really great advice, you know? Sometimes if it's just good to talk to somebody or a third party like you, okay? And mm-hmm. I really, really, really appreciate it. I, and I, I appreciate everything you said, and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go down that road. All right. Well, thanks for calling and thanks for tuning in and good luck. All right. Love your show. Oh, thank you. All right. We have another caller. Joe, are you there? Hey, what's up, baby? Hi. How are you? Thanks for calling. Oh, I'm glad to be on the show. Thanks for taking my call. How are things today? All right. You doing good? Yes, I'm doing good. A little nervous, sweating, but it's all good. Calm down, get a nice, cool cloth, rub it over your head, and don't worry, you got Joe on the phone, baby. All so, right, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, What's your question? Guys. You know, I heard a couple of guys calling, and, and, and it seems like you have a male audience. So I think that we should try to help out the guys a little bit. So here's my question. You're on the third date, and the third date, we all know what happens on the third date. You got that subtle pressure because the first date goes great. Second date goes even better. Third date's usually, that's the unspoken rule. You usually got to seal the deal there. So here's my question. As a guy, I mean, you know I'm right. You know, you know that's, that's the way it is. This is, you know, 21st century stuff. So here's the deal. You're on that third date. You want to know if it's the right time, if you got the deal sealed. What little hints would you say as a woman that ladies do to show those, those hints like, Okay, but let's let's get out of here. Let's let's take this more, you know, to a more exciting place. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, so Joe, my question is, I mean, okay, for starters, I get the whole third date rule, but you should always be looking for those signs, honey, because I mean, there's a lot of times that it's not gonna take to the third date. You're right. You know? <laughs> but here's the thing. If it's a little bit too quick, I'm going to get nervous a little bit because I don't know how, you know, I know I'm good, but I'm not sure I'm that good, you know? Then I think it's a little bit, you know, there's something else going on. So, you know, you're right. On that first date, something really happens. You know, my mind's kind of wandering. But let's say it's the prototypical third date, right? Because not everyone has my game. So let's say we get to that third date. <laughs> What is going to happen? I see I got you chuckling already. I might not even need three dates with you. (laughs) You might not, Joe. (laughs) Here's the thing. I don't know any chicks, honestly, that are, I mean, I guess they could give signs. I mean, obviously, your standard rubbing on the thigh or chugging vodkas or, you know, slamming shots or stroking your hair, your ego, whatever it is. I also don't think there's a a reason why you couldn't be giving those signs. You know, it's a lot easier when, when the male, in my opinion, takes the lead, like, I'm not out there trying to give you hints that I want to go home with you just for this third date, you know? So, I mean, maybe you should just put that down. So 
so you're you're saying is I should be given even more hints that you're going to be picking up on, and that that's going to be the way that you're just going to you're just going to go with it. Well, don't be aggressive and sloppy about it. I think you know the subtle, sweet things would work, and you know, I I mean, I I would prefer the male to take the if it's a dating situation and we're respecting each other and maybe trying to make something more out of this than just a you know a, a one night situation. You're on the third date. You want to have some respect. Be sweet. Drop the hints. Let's get it going. Just drop you know? the hints. I, I'm, I mean, that's what I would like to see. I mean, it's 2016, you know what I mean? Like, things are different, and I think that it's, I think it's sexy for the man to take the aggressor role and, you know, but always be cute and seductive about it. We don't, we don't want someone just coming on and trying to rip our shirts off, you know, we're, we're not doing that just because it's a third date, you know what I mean? Right, so that's like fifth or sixth date, I getcha. So... <laughs> No, but you know what I'm saying, though, because there should be some shirt pulling, too, though. So, I mean, yeah, I get the sweet seductive stuff on the third day, right? And and you have to be like that, I guess, for, for most of it. But there is a part of there's – there's a, there's a big part of me that wants to get to that, that shirt ripping stuff. And, and, and so I think that what I mean by, by, by dropping clues, I'm not talking about the stuff that you are specifically doing purposely. I'm talking about the subconscious stuff that girls do, like the little hints that you drop. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I'm not just, I'm not, I'm not expecting you to say to me, take me to, to the motel. What I'm saying is when you watch people that are on a, a, a successful date and, and you see how they interact, there's little, little tiny things that sometimes that people do that you can pick up on. And when you watch what they do, you know, certain things, certain stroke of the hair, certain things that, 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 right. that girls do on those, on those dates that I think that the people of the opposite sex can pick up on and they can use that and build their self-confidence with it. Because, listen, a lot of things can be replaced. Your look can be replaced. Your weight can be replaced. You know what you can't replace? A high self-confidence. Because girls are attracted to that, right? Right, absolutely. What do you think? So here's my final question. I'll let you go. I know that you have lots of callers. You're perfectly fine, Joe. All right, good. So let me ask you this. Besides looks, what is the most important factor that you're looking at when you're looking at a guy? This is just my opinion, but I think it's a highly – I really, really think a lot of females also enjoy this. I mean, if you're funny, you're in the money. Like – I mean, just being funny and oh, being... Oh, using that. Yeah. I mean, I think someone who... I, when you're funny, it, it like nine times out of ten, it doesn't even matter what you look like. It, it, you know, it when you're funny and you're confident, like, chicks dig it. I know oh, I do. Okay. I know a lot of my friends yeah. do. You make me laugh, like... You're good. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like some brothers should be picking up some joke books, right? I mean, they got to get going. <laughs> get their absolutely, on. absolutely. I and Joe, I, I, it doesn't sound like you have any trouble making anyone laugh. Oh uh, no, the, the laughing thing—I'm I'm pretty good at. I'm pretty good at some other stuff too. But this is a family show, I think. So <laughs> I'm going to wait for you to get on late night and we talk about that stuff. But uh, <laughs> hey, Tiffany. 
Uh, thanks for taking my call today. It was really nice speaking with you. Yeah, Joe, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. And tune in I'll next week. Yeah, uh, same time, same place, Joe. You got it, hon. Take care. All right. Bye. All right, guys. So we're going to go into, um, we're going to take a break and we will be right back. Let's get back to Tiffany Little for more of Tip's Logic on Talk Zone. Hey guys, welcome back. So we've had a good turnout for callers so far. I'm kind of stoked. Um, I think that, um, I, and as we were on break, I was thinking about Joe's question about the hints. Like, are there hints that we put off to suggest? Take me home or, you know, third date you're in. I mean, I, I was really trying to go over it in my mind. I had only, I had a very short time for the break. So I'm thinking, and is, is it really that, is it really that complicated? Like, I think that we, the subconscious question he had, I mean, I, I would consider looking for maybe you know, the closeness, where we're putting our hands, how our body gestures are, what are we saying, what are we doing, like, and that's overthinking it. It really is overthinking it. So if you're in Joe's situation on the third date and you're looking for these signs, honestly, I, I would just, I would just roll with it and be yourself. But I, I think there might be some things that we as ladies put off, you know, we're probably just as uncomfortable as the guy is, of course, always. But, you know, we're watching, we're watching your body language and what you're saying and doing. And we're basing our next move off of that a lot of the times. So, but make no mistake, there are people that are mad aggressive and that will definitely let you know, hey, it's the third date. We can we can move on now. Or, you know, they will just jump you or, you know, sit on top of you or whatever it is to, you know. So there, there's the, the, the ones who are going to be aggressive and the ones not. But I think overthinking it, both sides, it could just be messy. So, I mean, just feel it. Feel it. See what happens. I mean, get your drinks flowing or just have conversation, whatever, whatever makes you comfortable. Um, so we have another caller. Um, Josh, are you there? I am. Hey, Tiff. Been listening for a little bit. Hey, Josh. Thanks. How are you? I'm doing great. And you? Good. What's your question? Okay. So I had a question about what's going on in the girl's mind if like what's really going on or if it's going to happen again if the girl she, uh, that you've been dating for a while um, cheats on you but then says like, hey, you know, I'm going to, we can work on, or she, she, she doesn't want it to end, you know what I'm saying? So the guy being like, all right, yeah, we can work on things because you've invested so much time in this, into something. What's like really going on in her head? So uh, uh, let me backtrack. Who, who, did the cheating? The girl did the cheating. Okay, you know, the girl did. So yeah. she did the cheating. She the did boyfriend the cheating. found out, but she doesn't yeah. want the boyfriend to leave. 
And your question yeah, is... She wants to stay with her boyfriend. So, I mean, it's, it's happened to a few of... I mean, it's happened to me. It's happened to a few of my friends. We're just kind of wondering, like, what's actually going through their head, you know? The thing is, that's... I think cheating... It's situational. It, it is. It obviously always is. Always is. I mean, and when it happened to you, if I can ask this, when it happened to you, what kind of boyfriend were you? And not that I'm excusing cheating because I'm yeah. never trying to excuse that. But what kind of boyfriend were you? What was the situation? I mean, if Absolutely. you did everything right and she was cheating on you, I would never advise you to try to work it out. Once that trust is broken, you cannot get that back. Like you can't. Yeah. If you weren't such a good boyfriend, than, wait, what was that? Bigger, uh, I think trust is bigger than love. So, or in a relationship, so once it's broken, it's like for me anyway, it's like pretty hard to get back. But yeah, at the same time, um, when everything did happen, I was kind of a shitty boyfriend at the time. I was young. Um, this was a while ago, so three years or something. I was younger and dumber, and like I guess didn't realize. She was a good girlfriend at the time, so I was just being an idiot. And uh, so I guess she just wanted the attention from someone else. But Right. Uh, I mean, you don't give it to her. She's going to get it from someone else, 100%. Yeah, but, I mean, once you cross that bridge of cheating, you and like you said, the trust, you know, trust is huge. Once you have broken that, I mean, I have – and I can honestly say, and I'm sure there's always an exception to every situation, every rule, but – when people have cheated and tried to make it work after the fact, it's it's never good. It I mean yeah, no, it, absolutely. it's so being the one who got cheated on, I mean, I know there's so much love and time and so much invested in it, but I would I mean, any situation I would advise the per the people to move on. Just that's my point of view because once that trust is gone, you you I mean, they're never going to trust you again. Where are you? Who who are you with? Checking your phone, checking all your, your social medias. So, I mean, you are never going to want to be in a relationship like that. And so I would always advise to once cheating has happened, just, I mean, you got to move on. Yeah, Absol yeah absolutely. All right. Uh, one more question. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, What's your opinion on, uh, like, if, or what's a girl's perspective on a guy that's hooking up with them and other girls? No shot, buddy. No shot. No My shot. perspective is if, if the ground rules or the conversation or the talk, whatever, you know, if you've had that, um, have you had that? Do, are you guys in that space where you have communicated and she says, okay, or you have said, no, hey, we, we're, we're not seeing others. No, I mean it. It's not like like that. We, it, you're just kind of like hooking up with someone like uh, often, but you're not. There's no title on it. Yeah, you're not going on dates or anything like that. It's just hanging out and stuff like that. Casual, casual. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, there the are the right to get mad. I mean, every time this situation has happened to people I know or people I have been around. 
nine times out of 10, one of the parties involved catches feelings. So for right now, if it's casual, it's casual. But once those yeah. feelings start to happen, you're, you're going to have to do something. You're going to have to adjust the situation because nobody's going to be okay with someone they have feelings with and that they're sleeping with or hooking up with or whatever, hooking up with other people. It's just, it, it's, it's not okay. Like people just aren't okay with that. So as long as it's casual and both of you guys are on the same page, hey, no issues there. But I, I don't, I don't see that being the case for the long haul. Like I don't yeah. see you guys just hooking up for a year and nobody ever wanting to put a title or boundaries on it. Yeah. Agreed. Just speak to okay, her. Cool. Yeah. All right. Thanks for your answers. <laughs> thanks for I'm, calling. I'm, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to keep listening. All right, cool. Have a great day, Josh. Thank you. Okay. So we have another caller. Sue, are you there? Hello. Hi. Hi, Sue. Thanks for calling Hi. in. Hi. Your show's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So I, I have a question. I, I've been dating this guy now. I've been dating him about six months. And when we first started off, it was like hot and heavy, steamy, awesome. And I wasn't sure if it was going to get serious. And, you know, about six months in, it started to get, well, what I thought was kind of serious, you know, going out, going to dinner, that sort of thing, all the time. Like, we hang out, we surf every day, and, you know, I'm thinking it's pretty serious. We haven't had the conversation where it's like, well, you're my boyfriend, or I'm your girlfriend, and I feel a little bit weird about that, but, um, you know, okay, so one of my friends says, well, I saw, you know, I saw your guy on a dating website. And so I nonchalantly said something to him about dating websites. And he said, you know, I would never do that. I would never do something like that. I would never be on one of those. And I'm like, ooh, okay. And so I go and check into it, and I find out that he's on a dating website. Mm. So then I'm like, I'm asking him about it, real nonchalant, no big deal. And he says, oh, yeah, you know what? That had to be one of my friends from work, this and that. I think he just wanted to see what was out there. And, okay, you're going to think I'm crazy. I don't know. you got to let me know what you think. So I need a profile. Oh, okay. That's, honestly, it's not crazy. Let's be real. People do it all the time. But go ahead. Okay, so I made a profile. And... I started messaging, you know, the supposed fake account that his people from work did or his friend from work. And it sounds just like him. Mm. I think it's definitely him. And I don't know how to go about it. How, what, I mean, do I, do you think it's him? What should I do? How do I figure it out? Like, I don't know. I'm like, I really like him and I'm at this point where I just don't know what to do. All right, Sue, being honest, so you guys were in like a pretty serious, you know, six months now situation, or you thought it was. You already told him you saw the website, and you saw him on the dating website, and he tells you that his friends made it, right? Am I following? Yeah. yeah so he, he he tells you that his friends made it. Well, now you've made the profile, and you are corresponding with 
this profile, whoever it is, his friends or not. My problem there already is that he did not take that down. Like he knew you saw it. And, oh, he, he initially said he didn't have one. Then he tells you his friends made it for him. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, you don't know he's lying for sure. You you haven't caught him in that, so you don't know if they did or didn't. But the issue is, why hasn't he taken it down? Like, you guys are in a relationship. This profile on a dating website is up. And somebody is talking to you. <laughs> so, I mean, why haven't you asked him? Take it down. Why hasn't he well, taken it down? Okay, so I did. I addressed that. I said something about it, and he said he's like, I don't care. He was like, they're they're just they're just posting stuff, this and that. He was like, I don't. He was like, I really don't care either way. And he's a super nonchalant person. Like he's a surfer. Uh, and so I I kind of believed him. He was super convincing about it. So I don't know if I'm just like being at the ostrich with my head in the ground or. Or what? I don't know. Uh, on, I'm going to say this. I I don't think that you should allow him. I mean, not even allow him, but I don't even think you should continue to be. And it sounds like somebody's playing games. So whether it's his friends or him, I mean, what female is going to be okay with the guy they're seriously dating on a dating website? Like none of us. None of us are going to be okay with that. So no. the fact that you think you guys are serious and he laughs and jokes it off, uh, that's kind of like, mm, to me. If I, if it was me, what was that, Sue? You think, do you think it's him? I do think it's him. I, I do think it's him. I mean, and it's, it's crazy to me that he would, if it wasn't him, that he wouldn't have said, Hey guys, take it down. Stop clowning. You know what I mean? Like I, it, it's affecting, it's affecting my relationship. Like she has seen it. And so it, it's very odd to me that he left it up and then he just kind of blows it off to you. I definitely think it's him. And I definitely think you should not put your head in the ground and stand for it. I think you should be like, Hey man, you want me take the profile down. That's it. And if he doesn't want to, if he doesn't want to take it down, then it wasn't that serious to him. And, uh, and you don't want to be the one standing around dealing with that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, I, he should have originally, if he, if it wasn't really him, I, I, he should have taken it down and you asked him about it and he chose to kind of like joke it off. And laugh and push it aside. So to me, that says that he, I, I would assume that it was him, that it was him and he's on this dating website. So, you there? okay, now, yeah, is this, okay, so tell me this. What if I make believe messaged him from this, you know, from this fake account that I made that I would meet with him? And then CFC shows up. Is that, is that just psycho? I mean, here's the thing. It's a game. It, it's a game. I don't, psycho schmico. I don't think it's psycho. It is what it is. Like, you, you do what you gotta do. But if, it, it's just a game. You know what I mean? You're, you're playing a game with him, which I, I don't mind. Cause if he wants to, if he wanted to do that to you, oh, my friends made the website, whatever, whatever. I think it'd be funny if you showed up. Show up looking great, dressed to the gods, wearing heels, and show up, and he shows up and say, you know, gotcha, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But 
just keep in mind it's a game. And when we started this call, you said you guys were serious. So once you, you know, you're just, you're just playing a game with him at that point. But I mean, uh, no judging. I don't think it's psycho. I think it's funny and it would give him a taste of his own medicine. Yeah, I think I want to do, I think I'm going to do it. I think you should. And then I think you should call back in after and tell me all about it. <laughs> okay. I will. I'm going to do it. <laughs> good luck, Sue. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Okay. So just to go a little bit farther on the last caller, um, I, I think that it would be extremely funny if, if Sue dressed up and met him and showed him kind of like, you're not fooling anybody, but it's all a game. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's important for you to know, Sue, that once you start, you know, doing that and it, it's funny, but your feelings are involved. So, you know, you, you might want to think about what would happen after because, you know, you might be a little sad, but in the, in the end, you'd get the last laugh and show him like, Hey, you, you can't do this to me. You can't tell me we're serious and then be on a dating website. It's just, just does it's not how it works. You can't have the best of both worlds. So. Um, keep that in mind when you go and set up a date and he happens to show up. But hey, what if it's a friend? Maybe it'll be a friend. Who knows? I guess we'll have to um, stay tuned and hopefully Sue will call us and let us know how it goes. So um, I guess we are running out of time. That kind of went fast. I want to say thank you to everyone who called and helped me get through my first show. Um, we have a couple, I had a couple of questions in my emails that I didn't get to get to. Um, you guys can email me and all of my contacts are on the talk zone website. So, um, Stay tuned for next week. Same time, same place. Hope you enjoyed the show. See you soon.